There can be people that do an amazing maise, a maise mitzvah that's huge, a maise chesed that's unbelievable. But let's be honest, loli in there. Wherever you get your podcasts from, or our own website, prismoftorah.com. This is The Prism of Torah with Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. Shalom Vavrocho. In this week's parsha for Bnei Chutzal's parsha Nasoi, one of the parshas that are discussed is the parsha of Nazir. As it says, Ish ki lindor neder nazir lehazir which in a nutshell means that a person takes an oath upon himself that he wants to be a holier person, so to speak, and hence he's willing to take upon himself to ensure he doesn't have anything to do with wine, not even grapes, etc., as well, he is not to cut his hair, and he just lo- grows his hair long. So basically, there's extra restrictions on this person. At the end of the period of duration of being a Nazir, he shaves his head totally. The duration is usually 30 days unless stated otherwise. I want to share with you a Gemara. The Gemara in Edorim, Daf Tesamud base is about a person, Shimon he said, there's a certain sacrifice that the Nazir brings. And that is a Nazir that becomes Tameh. He, he's not allowed to become impure as well. It's another restriction he has. And if he becomes impure, he has to bring a certain Korban, a sacrifice. This sacrifice is called an Asham Nazir. And you can eat some of that meat. Shimon Tzadik said, I am so worried that when a Nazir becomes impure and he has to restart his counting of being a Nazir, the 30 days that he, whatever he counted till now, let's say 13 days, then he becomes impure. He has to restart everything and he has to shave his head, but he has to restart everything. So Shimon Tzadik said, I am so worried that this person, once he becomes impure, he regrets the initial taking on himself of being a Nazir that he says to himself, I don't, I'm regretting. And, and hence, Rabbi Shimon Tzadik thinks it's not, it's not a glut korban. It's not really right that I eat from here because he was tohe al rishoinus, which means he regrets the initial taking upon himself to become a nazir, and hence it's not good, and I don't want to have part of that. However, the Gemara over there says there was one case he was willing to eat, and that's the case, the following case that he saw a nazir that came to give this korban, and he had to shave his head because unfortunately he became impure in the middle of his counting. So Shimon Tzadik asked him, I don't understand. You have gorgeous hair. He had long, curly hair. What were you thinking that you, by taking upon yourself to become a Nazir, it means that at the end of the period, even if you don't get impure, at the end of the period of 30 days, you're going to have to shave your head. Why did you do this to yourself? And he answers him, I'll tell you why. Because I used to be a shepherd in my own hometown for my father. And one day I went to fill up water for all the sheep and I noticed a reflection of myself in the lake. I looked at myself and I realized that my evil inclination, the Yetzirah, is trying to get rid of me from this world. And therefore I spoke to him, Rasha, you wicked person, what are you getting all full of yourself? And he was referring to his hair and the Yetzirah. It's not even... It's not even yours. You're going to be nothing at the end. He was referring to his body. His body that has a pull to his physicality side. 
the Gashmis, it's nothing. His really is neshama. And therefore he said, I am going to shave you because he was referring to his hair specifically. I guess he was hinting to the fact that his hair was getting him to do certain sins. And he said, I am going to shave you the second Shimon HaTzadik heard this story, he, Miyad it says, Straight away I stood up and I kissed him on his forehead, and I said to him, Bni, my dear son, it should be many people like you, that take upon themselves to become a Nazir. That is what the Pasuk really spoke about. These people, you're coming from such a place, I.e. he said, wow, you're a perfect candidate to truly becoming a Nazir. The obvious question that should be asked, if Shimon HaTzadik is worried that when a Nazir becomes impure, it triggers him to regret the initial undertaking of becoming a Nazir, then why, he, why wasn't he worried about this person, Shimon HaTzadik, this Nazir, the, the, the person that was a shepherd with long curly hair? Says Rav Naiman, in his Sefer Dalki Muso, a beautiful idea that I think has a lot of practicality, nafkamina, that we can take home with us. There could be people that do an amazing maise, a maise mitzvah that's huge, a maise chesed that's unbelievable. But let's be honest, most cases, there is a little inclination of lolishma in there. Maybe they think people will hold highly of them. Maybe they want to give a big present to the, to the Menahel or to the Rebbe or to the Rosh Hashiva or to the head of the school. And yes, I want to give it to the school. But deep inside they feel, you know what, it's a two-in-one over here. Aside from doing a Maiset Mitzvah, a Tzedakah, a Chesed, I'm also gaining a bit, I'm going to have a good name with this school. Our family is going to have a good name. Or whatever it is, he does a huge Maiset Chesed in public, everyone sees and everyone like, psh. Wow, he's a big, he's a goy tzaddik. It's rare, though, that someone does a maise purely out of good intentions to do what's on Hashem. And hence, you can have a person does a huge maise, but at the end of the day, hidden in there are kavanas that are not really lishma. They might not be so negative, but they're not lishma. They're not pure. On the other hand, a person could do something that seems to be okay. It's not a big. Maise mitzvah, it's not a big maise chesed. He helped someone uh, cross the road. But at the end of the day, his intentions, if they were pure, that's an unbelievable thing. As we know, he mentioned many times, HaKadosh Baruch Hu really cares about the heart. And when you have pure intentions, that's unbelievable. That is what the Gemara tells us in several places, one of them being brachos. Echad echad It doesn't matter if you do a lot or do a little. The main thing is that you had the right kavanas when you do what you do. We can extrapolate this idea that even when a person does something that on the outside doesn't even look like a maise mitzvah, it's something you do it out of necessity, such as sleeping and eating. But if you have a frame of mind, a kavana, that you're doing it lishma, I'm really doing this so I'll have energy to take care of my family, to learn to go work, to have parnasa for the family, whatever it is. But if your intentions are pure, it elevates your maise. That it can change it from being just a maise chol to a maise mitzvah. But even if it is a maise mitzvah, HaKadosh Buchu yearns for you to do maising that are pure. And that's what we should strive for. 
big chiddish the rambam says i think it's in perish amishnayas in pirkei avos when it says ratzak kadosh buchu lezakois as israel kadosh buchu wanted to give us merits hence he gave us many teira and mitzvahs to teira and a lot of mitzvahs like everyone says before you say kadosh the question not the question says the rambam over there I would have thought, okay, the simple understanding is Hashem is giving us many opportunities to do mitzvahs. Says the Rambam over there, you know why many mitzvahs? Because when you do many mitzvahs, surely one over here, one over there will be with pure intentions. Because even if you have many mitzvahs, it's hard to have whole 100% lishma. It's hard. But when you do so many mitzvahs, surely once in a while, you're going to have, you're going to hit the jackpot, as they say. You're going to hit the bullseye and you're going to do one. A hundred percent, just because HaKadosh Buhu told us to do it. Like the Gemara says, don't tell yourself, ah, I hate pig, that's not, that's why I'm not going to eat it. No, say, actually, it looks pretty good, but it doesn't matter. I am not going to eat it because HaKadosh Buhu, Lishma, I'm not going to eat it because HaKadosh Buhu told us not to. I'm not going to be mechabit my parents just because it makes sense, which it does. Of course, HaKadosh Atoiv, to your parents, as the Chinuch says, he gives an explanation why it's, Every mitzvah has some sort of logic and rationality and, and a svara behind it. But no, we're doing it because HaKadosh Buhu was mitzvahs. It's interesting. Avram Avinu did many maise chesed. Many times he did hachnasas oichim. As we know, Chazal tell us from the Pasuk, Vaita Eshel. Over there also, it's hidden in there, a huge hachnasas oichim Avram did. Says in Dalki Musa Rav Naiman, why is that not explicitly explained and brought out in the Chumash? Instead, the only Maiseach Nasazochim that's explained in depth is when he was in the desert and he was, even though he's in so much pain, but he yearned to do Achnasazochim. He looked outside, he couldn't find anyone. made it really hot that no one will be there because he was in a lot of pain three days after the Bismillah. That's the climax of pain. And then HaKadosh Buhu realized that he was in pain for the lack of doing this mitzvah and hence he sent him three angels that looked and appeared as if they were Arabs and still he ran out to do everything he could. How come this is the only scene that the Torah goes in depth to explain to us? Says Rav Naiman, it's what we're talking about because that was not done in public. No one knew about it and hence that's pure. And even though Avraham Avinu Mistama did everything with pure intentions, but Klapeas, from our perspective, it screams out, this is pure. There's no publicity. There's no, there's no way it was done for any other reason, but purely for what HaKadosh Buhu was This is precisely what we can say that Shimon Tzadik saw in this unique Nazir. This Nazir is a Nazir the Torah talks about. Like it says, Wow, it's unbelievable. It's a pele that he did that. The Ramban explains it as pele because, wow, he was able to take himself out of Gashmis to be pure uchani, spiritual. Toysva says he's called a kadosh, holy person, because this is the Nazir the Torah was talking about, someone that does it from pure intentions. Like this Nazir did. Shimon Atzadik realized that when he was saying the story over, wait a second, he went on his own. There was no one next to him. He saw his reflection in the water. He realized he's up against Yetzirah. Some also add to here to explain that the Yetzirah was something external to him. He realized it's not him and he's fighting against the Yetzirah who this time came about through his hair. And hence he decided, no, 
I have true intentions, Lishma. No one saw him. He just came from Me'atzmoi to do Ratzon Hashem, to do the best and to use the kalim he has to beat the Yetzirah. And he even did more than that. He wanted to turn that hair to Maise Mitzvah. And that's exactly what he saw. Yiratzoin, the Rakadish Buchu, will help us to take the lesson from this parsha to start looking at world in a way, how can I do things out of pure intentions for HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Let's us be pure. And by that, that's what the Rambam said, by doing a mitzvah, pure 100% lishma, you'll end up getting a big chilek in Oilam Abba. Yirat Sondal will take this idea and Blineda, I'll send also a different link for a story that will relate to the idea I'm saying how we have to try to focus in our lives of doing Maise Mitzvah chesed, all with 100% pure lishma. Have a good Shabbos. As promised, I want to share with you, I don't know if to call it a story even, but something went, that went through my mind as I went to the Levaya last night, to Gershon Edelstein Zatzal, who was the Gadol Adoyr. He passed away at 100 years old, 80 years he was giving Shurim. And when I heard all the Hespedim, it was pretty amazing to see how his own sons spoke about him in such a fashion that he never raised his voice. He never asked them to do anything. Even when they knew he wanted a fork, he wouldn't ask them to bring him a fork. There's a minhag, a custom to get brachas from the father on Erev Yom Kippur, as Yom Kippur comes before you go to Shul to give a bracha, but his kids didn't live in the same city. So he, he, he decided that he wants to come to them. He wants to come to them, to not be matriach, his kids to come to him. And his whole way of living was unbelievable. He was such a high level that his Torah made his midois to such a high level that he was able to reach a level that's almost something we can't even fathom. He cared about every yid, every person that came to his house, even though he went to sleep already. He woke up in his pajamas to help, to help the person. There were so many stories people were saying. So why am I saying this over? First of all, it's fresh in my mind. It happened last night and I heard all the espadim and Bnei Brak. And second of all, I just want to share with you my own experience. I was, as I was walking in Nebrak and it was packed with all kinds of people, I was thinking to myself, at the end of the day, we're all here for now, but no one knows what's going to be tomorrow. One thing we do know, that in whatever it is, 40, 50, 70 years, that's it. Time is over. And everything over here is just one big optical illusion. Even the objects we see, the inanimate objects, we know it's really just molecules going at a very fast speed. Everything is a setup that HaKadosh Buhu did in His infinite wisdom to give room for our freedom of choice. How can we not seize the moment to do the right things? As my friend once told me, a neighbor of mine, he said he went to this funeral of a young person that suddenly passed away. And he told me, 
I looked left, I looked right. Everyone was crying because it was a very sad occasion. And I was thinking to myself, I don't know why it's such a big deal. At the end of the day, we're all going to be taken. In 50, 60 years from now, I'm looking around. I don't think anyone's going to be left in this world anymore. And he went on to tell me an idea he had. Life's like being on a bus ride. It's all a matter of which bus stop you're going to get off. But at the end of the day, we're all going to get off the bus. So why is it such a big deal? That's what he said. I want to add to that a lot more depth. At the end of the day, the big deal is, are you going to be able to seize the moment and use your time wisely when you're on the bus? The Arizal, Rebchaim Vital, they passed away at 38, 48. The name of the game is, are you going to seize the moment? Both the Divrei Torah I sent out this week for Chutz Laretz and for Eretz Yisrael, one of them was the idea of ensuring that we have the right Kavana in our Maisei Mitzvahs. One Dvar Torah was about HaKadosh Buhu giving us the opportunity to live our life in a continuous fashion all the time doing mitzvahs. And that's why he gave us mitzvahs aseh, mitzvahs lotaseh. Every second of our lives, we have the ability to tap into doing a mitzvah. The shaila is, are we going to seize the moment? Yeratzon, that will go through life. No, no one knows how long he has. But let's seize the moment. Let's show HaKadosh Buhu we appreciate the opportunity he's giving us and ensure we do our utmost to step up to the plate, as they say, and do Ratzon Hashem and tap into being a partner with HaKadosh Buhu to ensure there's Shefa and Bracha in the world. And Yemir Hashem, through that, we will get closer to Mashiach Tzitkeinu B'Rabi Amin. Amen Thank you for joining us. This is the Prism of Torah. Visit our website, prismoftorah.com, where you'll find a full archive of hundreds of past every Torah. Subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, and don't forget to share with your friends and family. Sponsorship opportunities are available for all of our episodes. Thank you, Yonavefa, for your recording equipment. Produced by Ellie Podcast Productions.